You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. It's May 25th, 2023, and you're listening to episode 336 of the PHP Ugly Podcast, a weekly podcast where me and some friends get together and talk about coding, development, whatever happens to come to mind. This week is probably going to be more about a conference, I'm not sure. We have a conference wrap-up, people. It was a lot of work, and we have a lot to say about it. But before we do that, uh, we have some people to thank. We have a couple of sponsors, HoneyBadger.io and JetBrains PHP Storm. Thank you very much. And as always, we'd like to thank our supporters on Patreon, who have been there with us the longest. And we're going to circle back around and talk about all of them a little later in the show. If this is your first time joining, we got a lot of interest in the conference last week that uh, I think we might have some new listeners. So if you're watching this live, this is a very interesting space to be in. You can jump into the PHP Ugly Discord and participate in the show as it's going on. Uh, if you're listening to the audio podcast, you're going to be missing out on a few things. Again, if this is your first time listening, we uh, cut the audio podcast from some of the stuff in the live show. So the live show, you, you get to hear the whole show, but we have a lot of banter that goes on after the show. So when we play Harry Mack at the end of the show, there's a lot more that happens usually. Sometimes it's not. It's just, it's, you never know what's going to go on. But for now, I would like to introduce myself. I am one of your humble hosts. Eric Van Johnson, and with me tonight is John Conkton. Humble, he says, humbly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And we've got to talk about the elephant that's not in the room with us tonight, Tom Rideout. Yeah. So if, if you listen <clears throat> to the show for any amount of time, uh, you know traveling is not one of Tom's favorite things to do. And he did a lot of it over the last few weeks. We're very grateful that he took the time to come to Tech. We knew it was a lot for him to do that. We knew that a lot of things were piling up at work. And he did it. So we do appreciate that. Um, but Tom needs a break. Uh, Tom's got a lot going on with work. Tom did a lot of traveling. He's got... He wants to spend some time with his family again. He wants to reset. So he's going to be back. We didn't. Uh, we did not kill him, despite my closing speech at uh, the conference, which, which we will get to. We'll get to it here in a little <laughs> bit. Um, he's just uh, he's just taking some time and probably be back soon. So we'll uh, we'll keep everybody posted. But he's fine. He's healthy. He's not sick. Um, he's just just taking a break for a little while and, and we we very support much him. encourage that much yeah, yeah support <laughs> that yeah yeah all right john 
So oh. uh, PHP Tech is is in the rear view mirror. We, I we paid them the final bills today, right? No, not paid yet. We received. We oh, received. Okay. We we got the bill from the hotel, and oh my gosh, it's not cheap. Uh, oh, yeah. We. <laughs> uh, so I spent a good part of the day reviewing it, making sure everything lined up. Found that we, you know, paid for a couple extra hotel nights that we didn't have to, but we are happy to <laughs> help yeah, a couple you're, people. You're out. welcome, Eric Hansen, whoever that <laughs> might be. <laughs> yeah, just a random name on our. We don't know who you are. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, what a week! What a whirlwind of a week it was. Highs, it was amazing. Uh, uh, so many fantastic memories from it but i gotta admit i i've talked to a couple people since and i i realized that i was in that organizer haze for a good part of it where i just felt like i had to run from room to room to room to you know talk to whether it's the hotel staff or just take care of things where i would say hi to people like i tried to be super friendly and hi but it was in passing so i didn't really stop and talk in depth with anybody and i felt terrible about that nuno uh, not nuno maduro the other nuno since we mm-hmm. have two of them there mm-hmm. i can't tell you the number of times where we crossed paths and i didn't stop to talk to him and finally that last day i saw him sitting out working and so I was luggage next to him. I'm like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to go say hi <laughs> and talk for five minutes. <laughs> and I did. And I'm so happy I did. Just kind of talking to him. I can't be sure. But outside of my little friendship in San Diego of the SDPHP user group, Nuno might have been one of the first friends I made outside that group. Hmm. I remember he he came up to me at a conference and just started talking to me and just was, you know, I'm sure you know he's such a nice guy. Both Nunos were there. Both Nunos are great people. Uh, But, yeah, um, I forget forget his his last name. Uh, But, yeah, he's one of the nice – I was floored when I saw him. I was floored when I saw a lot of people there. There were a lot of people that showed up uh, that I was like, whoa, whoa, I can't believe they just came to the conference. It, man, Soto. I, honestly, Nuno Soto. Or, sorry, or yeah, yeah. I, should, I should know that. Juan Soto, yeah. one of my favorite baseball players. Uh, honestly, though, had we not been running that conference, and again, maybe this was just like a high I was writing a, as the con- conference organizer, but I feel like had we not been running that conference and I was attending that conference, I would have felt like PHP Tech just picked up where it had left off in 2019. Like it, mm-hmm. everything just seemed to, to flow so well. It's yeah. a great conference. Got to meet a lot of people. Oh, I, I got to introduce a couple of friends. Um, Ennis Bucky in our Discord. By the way, Discord, you are a third host this week. So make sure you chatter a lot. We're going <laughs> to, if you have questions about th- how things went at the conference or anything like that, feel free to ask. Um, we're looking just to kind of interact with everybody today. But Sevi, um, hang on. Sevi says, so sad to miss it this year. Won't miss it next year for sure. 
we are pleased to say we will be hosting again next year. We will do it again. Spoiler. <laughs> I'm no, I'm on a high from it, man. I'm I'm happy about it. <laughs> the big question is where that that's still being determined. We we sent out a survey, it's and really we're getting a lot of positive feedback, huh? I don't think it's being determined. <laughs> well, I'm half of this company, and I say it is, so <laughs> it's, it's being determined. What are you thinking? I don't know. I mean, uh, people have brought up some very good points about travel and everything else where as much as I would like it to be in San Diego, selfishly, I don't know that it will be at, as big of a success. I don't need it to be. I, we, we've already got our success, man. It's all downhill from here. I'm fine with that. If I just, I'm going I, downhill. I'm doing it on the beach. So tech, as soon as it moved away from Chicago, went on a downhill trend. For a long time. Okay, so we're, we're getting off track. We, <laughs> we we met a lot of people, including people in our Discord at Tech this year. I got to hang out with uh, A Woods, uh, uh, DB Bucky, who I've been hanging out with for DB? the user groups now. So I kind of NS KB NS Bucky. Oh, is it K- NS? I, I now I know his real real name, and I, I have to try <laughs> to remember what his Discord handle is. Damn it. <laughs> But uh, I got to and I got to introduce him and another friend of mine, Jeffrey, to uh, J Mac. Uh, they're both they were both real big fans of J Mac. Uh, I actually I didn't introduce Jeffrey. I told him I would, but Jeffrey built up the courage to go talk to J Mac after one of his talks. And of course, uh, if you don't know who J Mac is, yeah, he's the mastermind behind Laravel Shift. Um, one of the nicest people in the community, very approachable, very engaging, uh, just a good guy. Uh, I guess Jeffrey had gone to one of J Mac's talks and felt comfortable enough to introduce himself and did. And then at our last user group meetup, I had mentioned I could introduce uh, Bucky to J Mac and he seemed excited about that. And I got to do that. And no, I, I, this has happened to me a couple times, but I'm sure it doesn't happen to me nearly as much as it happens to this other person, but I introduced Bucky to J-Mac and J-Mac is hanging out with the little Laravel crew. We had quite the Laravel crew there. Um, not only presenters, Nuna was presenting, J-Mac was presenting. That might've been it, but there was like a group of like six or seven of them that were, you know, re- very much in the Laravel community, including uh, this other person who started to talking when I had introduced Bucky to J-Mac. Uh, so we're having a conversation and this other person kind of starts to interject his thoughts in it. And I asked J-Mac, I'm like, hey, do you know who that is? He's like, no, I don't. I'm like, that's uh, Jacob Bennett from uh, Laravel News Podcast. And Bucky, I, I didn't know I knew that voice. I knew I knew that voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was cool. That was cool. Uh, but yeah, fun, fun things, man. Fun things. Sounds like you just paraded J Mac around the conference. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that I can I can introduce people to him, I wear as a badge of honor. It's like anybody want to meet J Mac? Anybody? I can I can introduce you. <laughs> Meanwhile, anyone can just walk up to him because he's so approachable and easygoing, easy to you talk have to. to let everybody know that. You know, let me have this moment. Damn it. So um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, so yeah. As far as next year goes. Despite what John might say, we have conversations 
that need to take place. Um, you know, it's even if it does return to Chicago, there's no guarantee it's going to the same venue. Right. Uh, there's some feedback on that. It doesn't necessarily. I'm not saying it necessarily is going to come to the West Coast, although we had a lot of support for San Diego. So I'm waiting for all the numbers to come in before I say it definitely won't. Um, but there are other kind of locations that I think we can talk about and and try to get some pricing on. Pricing is a big deal with conferences. It's just the hotel. That's all it is. It's, it's just a money pit at that point. You know, it's just everything we do. It, we, it costs us money. And there's other considerations we have to we have to take into account, like our wonderful AV trailer is in a secret location outside of Chicago. So if we <laughs> if we don't return to the Chicago area, uh, I mean, actually, there are a couple places within striking distance from where the trailer is. But if we don't return to that general location, we have to kind of plan how we're going to get our AV equipment to wherever the next conference ends up. But the only thing you need to worry about today is that there's going to be a conference next year. And I am willing to say, John and I, I'm calling us Grizzly veterans now at the conference game because this is our second conference we put on and we're, we're just getting better at it. Right, John? Uh, it's not working. Yep. What's well, not working? I, I was trying to change my camera up a little bit. Oh, it's because I'm on this camera. That's right. That's why it's not working. <laughs> Still haven't got your uh, camera set up. It's set up. I just couldn't connect to it because we, I guess, swapped cameras in Chicago and I just set it up tonight. So I, I don't have it, the Bluetooth connected up. So I wasn't able to change my settings easily. Yeah. But that's so, for another night, another time. Another thing we got a lot of feedback on, and I'll, I'm fine coming clean with it today. Uh, I I was kind of blown away with how much interest there was in us bringing World back. Uh, I, I think there was even some expectation from a few people that we World would happen this year. I know. Which, is, which so if you didn't listen to the closing keynote and our kind of closing ceremonies type of thing, Eric. Teased it. It was a, more of a joke because we haven't had any discussions really around bringing world back. It's something we would like to do, but one, we had to get tech under our belt because that's the conference. Um, so he kind of teased it in the uh, in the closing, and there was a reaction to it, which was great. <laughs> People want that back. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely not happening this year. There's a very good chance it's not going to happen next year. We're just kind of, we want to find our stride with tech. I'm not mm -hmm. completely saying it won't happen next year. If we get like a crazy amount of sponsors step up and say, oh yeah, and we'll sponsor world if you have it, then we'll definitely have that discussion. But tech took a lot out of John and I. And so, I don't think it's going to be a lot easier next year. Um, it, it'll be easier. There was so much unknown this year with the equipment, the setup, uh, how everything needs to be laid out, what was working, was anything not working, and we got to identify a lot of that this year. So next year, we're kind of going into it with, we know how we set things up, we know what's working, we know how it works, hopefully we can remember how to set everything back up, which, by the way, 
completely off, off track here, but on topic, there are two people that made tech happen this year. Uh, we had the entire PHP Architect team there, and we appreciate everything they did. They did a lot of work, uh, including my wife. Uh, my wife attended the conference and did worked, worked it as well. But there are two people in particular. Uh, one is a seasoned tech person, which is Tim Lytle. Little? Mm-hmm. Lytle. Lytle. And uh, Jeremy uh, Francis. Greg, <laughs> Greg Newman. Uh, Jack. Yeah, what's Jack's last name? Peterson. Jack Peterson. Peterson. Jack, Peterson. <laughs> Jack Peterson and Tim, Tim Lytle um, did a ton of work. Tim especially. Uh, really, I mean, he, he just jumped right things. in there and started setting things up. I mean, we started bringing in all the boxes and started like putting things together. But when when it came to the AV equipment, Tim was just like, "I got it, click, click, clock, click, <laughs> plugging things in," and it's like, "Whoa!" Like I need kind of need to know how this all works too. <laughs> Even like the big screens, it's like I, that. I was so stressed about how we put up the big screens, and then I walk into the ballroom, and you, 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 you two, or maybe it was three at that time, already had it up. I'm like. How the hell did you get that thing up? Yeah, it, that was Tim and I worked on that and got it up. Yeah, it so was... Tim Tim really went above and beyond. We owe that guy uh, a something I don't know what, but Tim and Jack 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 brought some high end cameras. Uh, if you present in the ballroom or if you watch the ballroom, and that's another thing we can talk about where the virtual passes. But if you watch the the ballroom. You saw a lot of nice switching in um, between cameras. Uh, that's all. Well, that was mostly Jack's, at very least, setups. Mm-hmm. I think that was, was that Jack's first tech, John? Uh, I don't know that it was his first tech. It was his first one working it, for sure. Um, yeah. It may have been his first tech. And John John works with both of these guys uh, on the contract that he works on. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they did a lot. And then, again, our team our PHP architect team, much like John and I, you know, we're not, we don't do this for a living. We don't know what the hell we're doing. We're, we're developers. It's right. What? And some it's these, our team's the same way, but they stepped up. They flew in from other countries. We had a Canadian <laughs> there, had a couple of uh, West coasters there. We had one guy up in the uh, Northeast part of the country and we all came together. And they did a great job. I mean, they, it's helped they jumped right into setup what can i do and they did it it was it was a great feeling to have the team around us helping us out i wanted to go back to when we were talking about tech and world and you said tech took a lot out of us and you focused on the setup which during the conference yes but the the people that put the conferences on prior who put on php tech and php world and at times php cruise they broke off from php architect and created an events company and that's what they did for for a living that's all they did so that not that it made it easier because it's still a lot of work but we spent so much time taking time away from our clients to you know follow up on emails handle speakers handle uh just everything leading up to the conference, generating all the images, the signage, the the swag bag. <laughs> There's just so much that goes into it that you forget. 
And so it's not like an easy thing to say, yes, we will definitely put on world again because it, it took us months of work to leading up to, and I just can't imagine doing two in a year. Oh, I think we got to do this. I'm not saying we don't, but something's got to, got to give somewhere. Cause it's, you know, <laughs> it's like having multiple full-time jobs. It's not easy. I remember when I came to to you and said, "Hey, we should buy PHP Architect." You're like, "What?" I'm like, "No, yeah. we definitely should buy PHP Architect." And you're like, "Never happen. It'll never happen." I'm like, "I'll make it happen." Took me a took me a few years, a lot of uh, private investigators, some deep dives into Oscar's finances, but I made it happen. Okay, some of that might have been an exaggeration, just a little bit. But I, I, I want- can't. Go ahead. Good. Nope. I was about to say, I can't tell you guys can't appreciate how many crazy ideas I've come to with John. John, so John and I are ugly 50, being one of them. <laughs> 50, John and I are 50 50 owners of PHP Architect, and we are 50 50 owners of Diego Devs. The reason why we're 50 50 owners is because I'm pretty much an idiot, and I will try any crazy idea. And I have a lot of them. And John is kind of like my balance. So he's like the the yin, you know, he's, we all, <laughs> yin and yang sort of situation. That was actually one of our jokes back in the day. You're a bad yang. <laughs> You're a bad yang. You still are yang. a bad yang. <laughs> but I, I, I come to him with, with so many ideas. And, and John's like my filter. Uh, every now and then we, we take risk. We've done that a couple times. And, you know, most times they don't work. Argus was an example of that, where I, I I thought I saw a need for something. We really invested a lot of time and money into creating it. And once we had it created, it was like, eh, we, there are other services out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I still think Argus did a really good job, but it was it was overkill for what it was doing. You know, other services mm-hmm. are out there. As a matter of fact, let's talk about some of those other services. Uh, we are at a good point here I, I, I was going to transition t- to one of our sponsors from php tech who is also a sponsor of php ugly php storm and JetBrains. uh php storm is a cutting edge ide tailored for php and web developers if you haven't used it before or it's been a while since you've last tried it now's the perfect time to check it out again because it has received significant performance enhancements and an expanded feature set curious to see if it's the right fit for you Head to jetbrains.com slash phpstorm to learn more and try it out with the 30-day free trial. Code smarter, not hard. Uh, I got to tell you, I was going to say, they were at the conference. They had a a booth set up. They had elephants that they were giving away if you played their little code golf thing. That's, what so, I, that's where I was going with it. As far so, as I know, they they didn't they didn't deserve that big of a spot because, you know, we didn't get elephants, so I don't <laughs> see why they get a full spot anymore. But whatever, I, I'll, I'll talk to resource or to human resources on that one. Uh, yeah, so I ran over. I'm like, all right, I, I want to play code golf and see what and and get an elephant. Get over there. Yeah, we're all out. I'm like, all right, I'll still sit down and play your code golf because it has golf in the term. Uh, what they were doing was 
sitting people down and having them go through a, a little, not a quiz. They had a code up on the right-hand side or left-hand side, I forget which, and said, you just have to create that same snippet of code in as few keystrokes as possible. I'm like, all right, that seems pretty easy. If you move the mouse, it's an automatic 10 points. And then for every keystroke, it's like one point. And obviously it's golf. So you want to get in the lowest score possible. They showed some amazing little tips and tricks that I use PHP Storm all the time. And I just deal with some of the quirks. One of them is changing a function name. And then it uh, will start a new function, even though you're just changing it. And there was a key combination. Now I forget what it is because with a lot of those shortcuts, you have to use them repeatedly to kind of get them ingrained in your memory. But it, it was like, instead of just tabbing, it was control tab or something that just replaced it in line, which was really nice. Uh, and they just went through a handful of those. It, it was fun to see. And just reminded me that there is so much in PHP Storm that I still don't know. Yeah, uh, a couple things. Uh, did you did you click a button or something to restream, John? It yeah. I, I've never seen this before. It says feel free to ask the panel questions, and then it posted the PHP Roundtable, PHP Ugly, uh, PHP. What Kenrick? And us, Bucky. Oh. Ken, what you won one? You got a JetBrains elephant? Damn it! Anyways, I don't know why all that stuff posted if you're in our Discord. Uh, I don't know why all that stuff posted. I'm not sure where that came from. Oh, it's my Mastodon. So it has it has three Mastodon handles. I'm not sure how that happened. But yeah, that was weird. Crusty, uh, uh, I, I missed you, Crusty. Crusty, Crusty. Uh, you asked, do we do, we do everything... Um, all our audio video equipment. Yes, we do. Yeah, so they would not we... let. They would not let you use the Vim plugin buttery. That was actually yeah. one of the things we learned. You cannot yeah, use I, plugin. I I sat down and she was telling me, you know, you need to do this. And the number of times I hit my J's and K's, and I'm like, oh, I don't have my Vim plugin. Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, that that specifically was like a no go for me. Like that's no good. I mean, you weren't typing a ton, you weren't moving around that much. Really, it was uh, implementing or creating like four functions, but you can do it all with code generation because it was implementing a another class. So as soon as you do that and you uh, implemented those, you were done. So there wasn't a whole lot of Vim plugin needed, but there were a handful of times where I was trying to move. And then once I had finished, she's like, yeah, but if you did this, you'd be done already. I'm like, ah, you're right. (laughs) Uh, I did end up, I didn't get a JetBrains one, but I did get a new one for my herd. What? My Vonage one. Where's my, what's up, man? You you didn't hook a brother up? Nope. This is why we're not real friends. You got to know people at Vonage. If only you knew somebody at Vonage that could have hooked you up. You hurt, you hurt me. Um, yeah. So, uh oh, Sarah. I hung out with Sarah Goldman. It was fun. 
Uh, I got I got cursed out by Sarah Goldman. Sarah and Derek. Uh, uh, what's his last name? Reathen, Rathen, the Reathen's. guy. Yeah, Reathen's. Reathen. Uh, Derek uh, and Sarah taught me a new game. I'm not a game guy. I don't like board games. I don't. Just don't I just don't have the attention span to focus on a board game, card game, or anything. Uh, and I have compulsion issues as well. So it's very difficult for me to play board games. I was shocked to see you down there that first night. I told you I'd be down there. Well, you had plans. You were going out with with the wife, and I was so I thought you were like literally leaving right away. And I came in, I saw you playing. I was like, "What? No way!" I thought, "Yeah, yeah, we did have plans." It was good. (laughs) I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. What? There he goes again. What are you doing? My hands are on the desk. Uh, Yes, sir. So during the first game night. I was I wanted to do this quiz game. We spent a lot of time coming up with questions and the technical issues I had getting into it was annoying. It like the first 15 20 minutes we just couldn't get the things working. Turns out it didn't work very well in mobile Safari for some reason, which the whole thing is supposed to be mobile like a mobile game type of thing. And then as I'm asking questions, Sarah's over in the side. Fuck you. (laughs) I'm like, Sarah, bring it down a notch. You can't. You can't. You can't tame that beast. You got to let the elephant run. She's got got a new uh, elephant video out there. Have you seen it? Is it the one... Does it have yep. a uh, special guest? Yep. I have not. Right. Post a link. I got it. Uh, Sarah, can you post that link? Because I don't have it. Uh, yeah, it was... Um, <laughs> there's one section in it where I, I'm just like... I feel like I'm just in the background, so I'm just watching, but my facial expression just looks like... Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see it now. Shit, it looks so dumb. But... Uh, it's funny. Yeah, the wife, uh, the wife participated in a lot. Uh, she uh, she was part of game night. Um, oh, I got to tell you, game night as well. Uh, John and I, I mean, John, <laughs> Beck and I had made plans. We have friends in the Chicago area. We made plans to go have dinner with them. And it turned out the only night that was like really working was that first night of the conference, which was Tuesday night because we had had the speaker dinner and set up the night before and I didn't want to commit then. And so we ended up going Tuesday night and it was nice. I, I hadn't met this person before. We went to a fun little Indian restaurant, uh, had a really great time. I'm there. It's hours. Like I spent an hour at game night. We bailed. We spent hours with this friend, like two, maybe three hours. I get back to game night and it's like 10 o'clock at night. And Beck, my current wife, uh, turns to me and says, uh, do you think they're still going? I'm like, ah, they'll be in the lobby and they'll be, uh, they'll be kind of talk. They might be playing games in there and talking, but that that's all that's going on. And sure enough, we walk in and there's a bunch of people in the lobby playing games and talking. And then John says, 
oh, I, I, I don't forget how it came up, but he goes, oh yeah, there's karaoke. There's karaoke in the ballroom. I'm like, there's wait, what? Wait, you have karaoke? <laughs> I don't remember seeing that on the schedule. And so we walk. I walk into the, the to the uh, ballroom, and there's I think Ben Ramsey and, and I forget who else. Just just A Woods. A Woods is oh. great at karaoke. Yeah, yeah. They were they were just going at it. Let me see if I can get this. Uh, it was a little yeah. loud. That's why there were so many games being played out in the lobby. Because once once karaoke started, it was like I kept going over and pulling the levels down on the mixer. I'd walk away, and all of a sudden they're right back up, and it's like, oh my gosh, so loud! All right, I want to uh, I want to share I want to share this video. We're gonna I'm going to do a real time watch of this video with you. Uh, you Nuno Maduro is in uh, re- replying to our video right now. You are a great presenter, by the way. Oh my gosh. I was yeah, so much good it feedback. Was really good. Yeah. All right, let's I haven't watched this video, so we're going to do a reaction in real time. Let me see how's this work. Here we go. All right, if I go full screen with this uh here we go. That's better. All right, let's watch this. Tell me if you tell me uh, in Discord if you can't hear it. Let me know. Oh, maybe next year. Stupid COVID. What the hell? I even got my shot already. Come on. What? What? There's a conference this year. I finally get to go. Oh, oh I, I better go get permission. Hey, 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 guess what? Did you hear? There's going to be another PHP tech this year. Can I go? Can I get it? 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 Of course you can go. You're taking Sarah's views away by doing this. So many years ago. No time for that right now. I got to go to Dubai. Registration. Who's that back there? Oh, hi, Eric. Hi. That's not me. So the camera puts on five pounds. I had like six it's cameras so on me at the time. Oh Welcome. Yeah, it's the best time. It's the best time. Okay, okay, okay. I'm at the front line. All right, time to go register. Hello, my name, my, my name's Archie. I'm here for the conference. It's been so long. Well, we're so glad that you're here. Me too. <laughs> Can you give me a badge? Oh, it has my name on it. Oh, this is the best badge. Oh, thank you. Oh, wait, consent first. Yes. <laughs> thank you. I'm very excited for this conference. Uh, uh, okay, I'm gonna go now. Bye. Okay, have a good time. Ooh, the sponsor hall. Let's check out what's down here. Ooh, info bill. I'm gonna check out them later on. Oh, Osmi, what's going on over here? Hey, what can you tell me about Osmi? Hi, we are a nonprofit focused on changing how we talk about mental health in the tech industry. We try to educate people and give them resources on where to get help and how to uh, be productive and successful. Hey, bye. Thank bye. you. I want to run my unit test, so I run a PHP unit. Vendor... I, I have a question. I have a question for, for the speaker, please. Oh, oh, okay. You look like guarding uh, may, may him. May I have a, a photograph of the celebrity, a little selfie? Security. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean the real celebrity, RAR. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. No offense. Nice to meet you, RAR. I've heard so many good things about you. I've been following your career for years. Okay, you're going to have to tell me the story about RAR if you know it. Yeah. Okay, thank you for the selfie very much. Thank you. Have a nice day. That's Ben Ramsey, by the way, everyone. If you don't know what Ben Ramsey looks like, that's who you're trying to find. Hey, guys. How are you enjoying the conference so far? Oh, well, I think it's a very interesting conference, and I intend to come again next year. Wow. (laughs) This is a really exciting way to collaborate and learn new things with other people, don't you think? 
Well, you sure better. You, you should best. Yeah. <laughs> the, this is karaoke. That was done in karaoke. Yeah, Someone I hear that. that. Uh, I they're, 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 okay, I want. I want to. I want to point something out here. Hey, right, right there. You see this? A Star Trek elephant. Like, what the hell? Where the hell did this come from? And how do I get one? <laughs> this is. This is awesome. There's so many, so many cool things. All right, what's the uh, what's the story with RAR? So it's one of those things that I would like like to do as well at some point. It's basically, he used to do a lot of traveling for conferences, and it was his kid's stuffed animal that he brought with him and took pictures and sent them back to his kid when <laughs> when they were younger. <laughs> it's so. so hard to hate that guy. He's such a, <laughs> such a nice guy, and he hangs out, and we just you know hang out in the lobby and talk to every night. I was up till between two and three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I swore as an organizer, I wasn't going to do that this year. I was going to go to bed cause I had to be up early and nope Mm-mm. between two and three back <laughs> and then back up uh, at back downstairs by seven, 15, seven 30 every morning. I don't, it's still a blur. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Four-hour game of Catan was fun. Catan, I was kind of hoping somebody would show me how to play that, but uh, it did not happen. So a lot of people playing it. I have it here. I brought it home. I've now played it with my soon-to-be seven- and nine-year-olds, and they are loving it. Interesting. Yeah, so it's, it's a game that takes a while, and there's a lot of like moving pieces and parts and strategy. So it's the setup takes forever. It's a good, you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes just to set the board up. (laughs) Then you, then you start playing and nobody knows what's going on. So when you're playing with six brand new players, Mm -hmm. it's like six brand new players that have been drinking. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I, I do the same thing with my kids. They're like, well, what's this? And what's that? And it's like, we will get to it. I will explain it. I don't want to give you all the rules right now because it's just too vast. When we, when you get to that part of the game, I will explain what that does. <laughs> and Omnicolor, I, Omni does a fantastic job. He usually supplies beer to at conferences, or he's a huge beer drinker. Uh, I've been using Untapped since 2013, on and off. Usually at conferences, it renews my interest in using Untapped, and then. I forget about it because I drink usually the same, you know, three to five different beers throughout the year. But untapped is one of those things that you try a new beer, you rate it, and then you kind of share that with friends. Having used it for 10 years now, I have drank 270 unique beers, according to untapped. Omni is at like 5,300 unique beers. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Wow, I didn't even know that many existed. I mean, I did, I, but I figure out what's going on with, you, with this bot, whatever the hell this thing is. It's driving me nuts. Yeah. I think I think uh, buttery's right. I think it just fires every ten minutes or five minutes or something. It's driving me bonkers right now. But, oh yeah, restream bot entered uh, Discord earlier today, like five thirty. We yeah, that's me. No, that, that's me. That's the bot that catches titles and things like that. So oh. yeah, that's, 
That's just me. Well, you, um, you, your bot is learning and it's going rogue. <laughs> well, this is restream though. It's it's something from restream. I don't know. Right. I don't know what the hell's going on right now. It's driving me nuts. I'll give everybody a little hack, and then I'm going to tease something to everybody as well. Uh, the if you go to so we we touched on virtual passes. Virtual passes turned out really really well. Um, unfortunately, John and I were cursed with every opening keynote of each day having a different problem. <laughs> Uh, so every keynote uh, didn't didn't have some sort of issue, um, but uh, Beth Tucker Long's keynote is on the landing page of PHPTech.tv. You don't need to create an account or anything to watch it. Um, the keynotes are important enough, I think, to me and to John that we've decided we're we're probably going to just put those on the YouTube channel for everybody to see as, as like a free kind of thing. Right. You can still buy a virtual pass uh, that will give you access to all the other talks that have been recorded. You don't have to worry about doing it right now. We, it's going to take us a week or two to get all these talks edited, but we are working on that. Um, we did do a really good job. Fortunately, of having backups to our backup <laughs> and multiple layers of recording. And it, it, there were at times we needed it. So we're, we should be able to get everything together um, and we'll have all the talk. I, I got the, uh, I got Tim's keynote audio is so fixed up. Like I'm shocked at how well the, the audio turned out. I was able to pull it from the camera and sent it to Tim and he put it through some magic something or others and it's almost as good as the lapel mic interesting i i may i may i may have to tap tap him so i had recorded the so we had an uncon on thursday what what is up with the uncon that blew up man like mm -hmm. we had so many talks in the uncon it was crazy but the first talk was literally the only talk i was able to attend from beginning to end and the reason I, I made it a point to do that is because I wanted to stream that one, uh, which I did. Um, but again, he didn't have, I couldn't find my connection for my mic. So it's just the, the mic from the iPad, which isn't great. And the recording from the iPad, which isn't great. But uh, uh, Grumpy, Chris, uh, asked me for a copy of it. I got to get them a copy because uh, they might want to use it. I, if if Tim can clean up the audio, that'd be great. And I was actually going to re release that as as a free talk as well on YouTube. But I need to talk I, to Joe and Ed. Yeah, I check with Ed first on that one. Yeah, I need to talk to Joe and Ed because it ended up being a very intense emotional mm -hmm. uh, talk. So uh, if you missed it, you missed. You might have just missed it. I don't. I I I don't feel comfortable releasing it without talking to them because I mean, he just really had just, he, he, there was no holding back in this talk and it, it, it was, it was impactful. I gave him a hug in the middle of it. <laughs> like, yeah, it, that's how emotional it got. Um, yeah. yeah. So going back to virtual passes still available, you can still purchase 
we're going to work hard to get all of the videos cleaned up, uploaded, uh, working on opening and closing. Now we would like to, you know, kind of make it look somewhat professional, even though Harry Mack says we're not professional, not professional. And spoiler alert, Harry Mack didn't show up bastard. Tried. (laughs) So yeah, Yeah, all fun things. Um, I don't know if, John, did you tell me or did somebody else tell me about overhearing somebody talking about listening to PHP Ugly and not liking it because there's too much dead air? No, I didn't hear that. All right. I, it's one of the problems with tech or, or being an organizer of any conference is you're running so crazy from beginning to end. Like I mentioned earlier, I didn't attend one full talk of anybody. I popped in. Like, I wanted to see Nuno's, I wanted to see J-Max, I wanted to see a, a few others that I managed to pop in. But depending on what was going on, you didn't have a chance to do that. And the other issue is you have so many people talking to you, trying to keep track of who told you what can be challenging. But at some point, I got wind, and I don't think I overheard it myself, uh, I got wind of somebody complaining about the PHP Ugly podcast and how there's too much dead air. And I'm like, what podcast are they listening to? <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe they, maybe they picked it up like the after show or something when we're just sitting around and doing nothing. But my God, man, it's like <laughs> we we talk too much on this show. I mean, it it was nuts, man. That is true. Um, uh, do you want to step away from tech for a minute and talk about some other stuff? Well, I wanted to talk about uh, go back to phptech.tv because this is where oh, yeah. one of the good, places good I was leading with that. Um, and all the issues we had with PHP Tech TV, we actually ha- have our sponsor to thank for catching most of them. Uh, Discord did helped us with a few, but we have Honey Badger installed, honeybadger.io installed on phptech.tv. So every time there was alert, John and I were getting notifications of it. Um, this is what Honey Badger does. If you're not familiar with HoneyBadger.io, it's it's a monitoring tool for your application. It's an uptime monitoring. It's a cron job monitoring. Uh, it does it all. And the thing that helped us was was the log monitoring and catching exceptions in the application because we were coding live in production because that's how we roll uh, <laughs> at tech. And we were just breaking things more than we were fixing. But Honey Badger <laughs> was letting us know that we were breaking stuff. Uh, hey, so, it's still broken. <laughs> Go fix it. So Honey Badger has been a sponsor of this show for a very, very long time. Uh, we use the product. We don't use the product because they're a sponsor. We use the product before they were a sponsor. And we are, we're only growing how much we're using the product. I talked before tech that we implemented it on one of our bigger clients and they're thrilled uh, because they have now a steady stream of issues that get fed into their Slack. So they have visibility now when their application is acting up and we have visibility now of things that aren't behaving well in the application that nobody's reporting as an error. Uh, But the, but honey badger is catching it and it tracks deployments so if there are new errors since a deployment honey badger will let you know say hey since the last deployment these new er- errors have occurred uh, very very good tool to have and not 
that expensive. They do have a free tier. So you can get started today for free. It's a very generous free tier. Um, you need to check it out. But we've been paying for, for it for a while, and we will continue to pay for it even when they stop sponsoring us. Yeah, that, That's maybe. not true. We're, we're going to drop you like a rock. No, that's not true either. <laughs> <laughs> you can never tell. Uh, yeah, during the during the streaming part, the issues we were having on there, having the, the logs, having Honey Badger say, hey, the issues here made it a lot faster because – while I know enough about the way it was architected, I'm not a Laravel person by any stretch of the imagination. Not that I avoid it. I just don't use it daily. So trying to remember where I needed to go to find things. Uh, and again, because it was on production, I didn't have my normal tool set at hand. I didn't have uh, PHP Storm's gateway allowing me to get access to the remote server, which had we thought about it ahead of time, like, hey, we may have to code in production would have been nice didn't have it set up so ssh to the server bim got to figure out now how to get all those changes back into the code base because <laughs> we I did already oh I did you yeah, yeah okay um good because we have other changes to make but yeah having having that feedback going straight into discord discord yeah yep. discord and I, slack i have it going yeah. to both for us so having discord up and like oh yeah let's go fix that <laughs> Was was a nice thing to do. Yeah. Yep. It it was uh it was very very valuable. So thank you, Honey Badger, for thank you, everything Honey Badger. you do. Uh, John, I I was actually I, I if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you know, I've always praised John for his debugging ability. The guy can jump into any code base and figure out where issues are and how to fix them. Um, so I had co- I had developed phptech.tv, and I use, of course, Laravel, and of course I use I use LiveWire, which were two very new components. John has some experience with Laravel. I don't think you had any experience with LiveWire, did you? Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, and I got to give the guy credit, man. The guy was able to jump in there and figure. He fought me a little bit on how LiveWire works. I, I was. I was trying to explain it, and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's magic. Just don't worry about it. Just move on. It's magic. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we don't want to know. Well, where's the magic? How does it work? But we figured but, uh, it yeah, out. Yeah, he, he figured it out, man. It was great. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and I think uh, as we talked during tech, we were deciding what to do with phptech.tv because it was something we just threw up. And for for the conference for streaming, and we weren't sure what we were doing, but I think I think it's going to stick around. It might. It's just. It's probably going to be the permanent home of all future streaming of tech and world. Hey, Butter asked a question. We we both are coders. That's how we got started. That's where we came together. Uh, we had a third partner for the very first month of existence, but we realized they weren't into the business side of it and. We knew that, hey, we're not making any money right now, but we still have to pay taxes because we started a business and they didn't have money to, to put in. Long story short, Eric and I took over 50-50 partners, both coders, and we both care about the business to where we both have input. We both have ideas. Eric has a lot more ideas, um, but we work really well together. But I got to say, Eric's not just the mascot. He built phptech.tv and i was blown away like it worked very well 
I got in there and added just a couple of small tweaks where I was like, hey, there's going to be times where I want to stream like the keynote for free. So I want that to go to the lobby is what Eric called it. Well, so I, I like how you said that was a small tweet. Tweak. It was like, wait, that's a lot of code. And so, so yeah, not only did it have Livewire, but it had filament, which is, if you know me, I'm a huge filament fan for the admin backend. And John got in there and coded filament code, which again, he's never touched before. It was for this lobby live stream. Mm-hmm. Blown away by that. Ramsey, the videos are not available yet. We are currently going through the editing process and are hoping to get them up there as quick as we can. Uh, but soon. Uh, where is it going with that? So yeah, I want to go the streaming issues that we had. Oh my God, it was are ridiculous. So ridiculous. The very first day, the first keynote, uh, as much as we praised Jack, made a mo- small mistake <laughs> on, on the ATEM control board that we use. He hit the on-air button to stream hit the record button to record to disc, but never turned on the mic. So the mic never went out on the stream and thus wasn't recorded. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It didn't go out on the stream. We bought these expensive ATEM ISOs because it records all of the inputs separately. It's supposed to record every mic, whether it streams or not, every HDMI input, whether it streams or not. I'm like, so we'll be fine. We'll we'll have it later. Eight hours later, after the that day of the conference, our team takes all the hard drives. And I'm like, well, crap, we don't have enough hard drives to get through this. Like, it just all of a sudden hit us. So our team runs out to wherever they, whether Target or Walmart or whatever, and they bought two huge, I don't know if they're 12 terabyte or some huge drives. So we could take all six of our, two terabyte drives and combine them onto the big drive, wipe the small ones and use them again. They come to me and they say, uh, there's no audio. There's very little data on these drives. I'm like, uh, what? Yeah. They, when they came back and said how big the files were, I, 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 I flipped my lid. I'm like, there's no, that's impossible. It can't be that small. Right. Uh, so it turns out from the ATEM, all it was recording was an MP4 file of the stream that went out, which didn't have audio. So we buy these expensive things and it turns out you have to check a box in the settings to say, I want to record all of the inputs, but that's what the thing ISO is meant to do is to record all the inputs. So why is that not enabled by default? (laughs) Turn that off if you don't want it. Yeah. Allow me to turn it off. Don't make me turn it on. It's a, that yeah, was sad. That was something, man. So, that was so something. we had it fixed up for the second day. Second day rolls around. And was that our... What was the issue that day? The third day was internet issues. The second day, there was something else that happened in there. <sighs> yeah. Where we didn't, didn't get... The stream was just bad for... Yeah. Uh, oh, was that, was that the one where where we couldn't switch between we couldn't get the switch between the monitor and the speaker? I don't know. don't remember. There, there was one where where we couldn't do, we couldn't switch between the laptop and the speaker. It was uh, I forget I forget what day that was. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, that that is it. We so the equipment didn't like certain Macs. Uh, if you had a Mac M1 specifically, I think with a dongle, it wasn't coming into the ATEM properly. So we ended up setting up a fourth camera pointed directly at the screen. So on those live streams or on those streams later, when you see that, it that's the issue. Then the third day rolls around and all of a sudden the internet signal has gone to trash. We're watching like these things when they stream, we have a little monitor and it'll tell you like it's streaming fine. And all of a sudden the cache was full. Like the stream wasn't going out. We're like what is going on? Get to the next talk. And then all of a sudden all the rooms are having this issue and I'm freaking out, but there's nothing I can do. We find out later they were doing work on the 5G antenna on top of the, Oh, uh, that's right. on, t- on top of the hotel. So they must have turned it off while they were doing some work. All of a sudden, they flip it on and ran smooth after that. So we had bought our own 5G internet devices so that we didn't have to do it through the hotel Wi-Fi. And it was working flawlessly. I was worried because they were in the conference rooms, and I was worried that they wouldn't get enough uh, um, signal. signal, enough of a signal. They were working flawlessly. It was such a brilliant idea until that last day. (laughs) <laughs> what are the chances they're going to take down the 5g antenna off of the building we're in that day it was crazy man when they told us i'm like you've got to be kidding me right that didn't just happen but yeah they, they put it back together and everything was working uh, all right i'm gonna move from tech now we've talked tech for an hour not not that i want to but see what the problem uh, is there but Let's uh let's I'm gonna to go ahead and throw up our uh Patreon um slide here. I I don't know if that's where you're going, but we're it, I do want to kind of get no, go there. for it. Thank you, Ronnie MN. We do appreciate you. Yes. Uh so yeah, this yeah. is uh this is this is the current wife and I. Uh, doing one of those river cruises in Chicago, which blew me away. So you you cruise through all these ch- channels in Chicago downtown, and they explain they talk to you about the architecture and history of all the buildings. That, that's a garage there. right there. Uh, it's a, actually it's their condos in a garage, mm-hmm. and it it has a it's basically basically as they described it a city within a city. So they have a mall, schools. Uh, parks, everything inside that building. It's crazy. Thank you, I, everyone. I, I would say for sure if you go, if we end up in Chicago next year, John, and you happen to bring the family or even if you don't bring the family, you need to do this. Oh, this we did. Tour. My wife and I did it when we were in Chicago. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. screw you. You didn't, you didn't give me that advice, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. All right. that's, that's the kind of friend I am. So, yeah, thank you, all of our supporters on Patreon. You mean so much. It was so much fun meeting some of you. And and even if you weren't a Patreon supporter, but you came up and talked about how you enjoy listening to the show, uh, it means a lot. So we do appreciate that. Although I did feel like I had to make an announcement one morning because we had a room called the PHP Ugly Hall. We did, didn't we? (laughs) For those that don't know what PHP Ugly is... (laughs) 
<laughs> you might want to know. Uh, you talked earlier about how decent of a debugger I am. I can debug code. I can jump into legacy projects and find my way around pretty easily. I had a hell of a week um, with the my kids' elementary school. There's a <laughs> wonderful woman there that runs the running club. There's a quarter mile track at the school. Kids can run around and they get little tokens for their accomplishments. When she started years ago, they would hand out popsicle sticks to the kids as they made their laps. And then afterwards they'd have to bring them back and they would write down their name and count them out. Archaic system. So the next year she did it, she um, talked to another dad there who was a developer and says, Oh, let me automate this for you. Created little barcodes or QR codes that the kids get when they come down. And as they run, volunteers will scan the QR code as a kid runs and does their laps. Works pretty well. Uh, That's where I learned scan to sheets, which basically you scan the QR code. It makes an entry in a Google sheet. Simple done. Like there is less development there than you would think. Now that she is leaving next year and he, his kid graduates next year, they're like, we need to bring new people in to kind of run this thing for the next few years. And so they pass it on. So my wife got roped into running it or being a co-organizer of it. And me being more technical, I was supposed to come in and help this guy maintain things because there's always technical issues for whatever reason. Yeah. He doesn't want anybody in this code. He doesn't want anybody helping him. He's made it very clear that when I asked for access, he's like, what? And so he goes to the organizer, what access does he need? And she's like, well, he's going to be your replacement in a year. (laughs) Like he wants to help you. So then he comes back to me. Do you have access? uh, Do you have uh, knowledge of big data and this and that? I'm like, well, I mean, I work with pretty big data sets. I don't know if it's quote unquote big data, but we're talking running club, counting the number of laps. At an ele- few, elementary school running club, at an, no less. At, at an elementary school, a few hundred kids running a few laps. Like, it's we're not talking huge data. That's what I asked John. I'm like, what the hell is this guy recording? Jesus. Like, how do you even make that big data? <laughs> But there's always these little things that he needs to be brought in for to quote unquote fix. And I'm like, let me help. Constantly asking, how can I help? Last uh, Earlier this week, there was an issue. And I guess somebody changed the settings on one of the apps. So it wasn't recording geolocation data, which meant the data was shifted or off in the, in the Google Sheet. And he made a huge stink of it. I'm like, well, let me get in and help you clean it up. No, uh, with all due respect, this the system's too complicated. Blah blah blah. I'm like, all right, I understand, but you're you seem very busy. You said you couldn't help tonight, and all of a sudden you're spending all this time. I said, in my day to day job, I am very good at debugging and reverse engineering code, so I can figure it out. Just give me access. Now nah, I'm almost done with it. He spent six hours cleaning up 300 records. It's only 300 records. And in my mind, um, all I see is a Google sheet shift, like highlight the ones, sort it, shift them over. Like how hard can this be? But because he won't give me access, I don't know. 
right. So, John, I know, I know you try to explain to him what you did for a living, but did you let him know you're a podcaster? Oh, that's where I screwed up. There you go. That's what you missed. Yeah, you messed up right there. You need to let them know you're a podcaster. Yeah, next time. So you get all the good things in life. Yeah. I'm, so I'm talking about just redoing it all, like throwing away all everything he did for the past Listen, two years. This guy's doing you think big data, it needs to, it needs a little refactoring. Just <laughs> you let me know if you're ready for a whole live wire filament back in. I'll hook you up, brother. I I, I I may. I was thinking I was gonna try and do it all directly in uh Google Sheets because I found a Google Sheet for managing my kids' baseball team, which is phenomenal. The mm-hmm. amount of stuff you can do if you take the time and have the patience to organize things. I'm sure almost everything that they are doing in this running club could be done directly in Google Sheets. And then once it's set up, I'm out of the picture, right? You don't need right. don't need you coming to me constantly saying, hey, this is broken. Like he doesn't want to give access to things because he wants that that power. Like I he, he I don't know if I'm scared of being replaced or what. I've just never been that way in my career. I've always mm-hmm. given and helped and my very first job out of college or actually still in college, I was doing database work and the accounting department needed a report. And I'm like, well, here, here's how you create the report. They're like, what? You're going to show us how to? I'm like, yeah. The person before me would refuse to show them how to do anything and took forever to get things done. And I'm like, I don't need job security. (laughs) If I should do something, the chances are you're going to think I know way more yeah when i first started working in it and again that was a career pivot for me i i I, very pretty late in life um which one day we'll we'll talk about because i owe a lot of credit to my current wife for uh letting me make that change but i was blown away because where i was coming from the 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 sharing of information was vital to getting job the job done and done correctly and coming into IT and realizing how many people would hoard their knowledge as job security and I, I talked to my friend about it the guy the person who got me the job I'm like what is the deal with this I was like yeah they know it and if nobody else knows it then they won't get fired and I'm like man if if you're depending on your knowledge of something of, of being the sole maintainer of knowledge that you you're looking at job security very wrong. <laughs> and I think that was the, like, the, cause I walked into this job, which was a very corporate job. I walked into this job with a very open source mindset because that's kind of how I learned to code and where I came from. So to walk into an area where, it's very, no, 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 I can't show you how to do it. It was a Microsoft environment. This is back in the NT four days or maybe, maybe 2000 was out by then. I don't, I don't remember, but uh, it was very much like, no, 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 I can't show you how to do this. I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. So, you know, no, I, I like, I want to know how to do this. And mm. yeah, it's crazy. Job security. Job security. <laughs> wrong way to, wrong way to have job security. I tell you, yeah. but yeah. whatever. So right. anyway, one hell of a week just because of that. Uh, if anybody happened to notice Ben Ramsey's comment about the PHP ugly meat locker, 
That was not like a, a, a sexual reference or anything. <laughs> the PHP ugly, uh, whatever we call it. Hall. P- hall. PHP ugly hall. P- PHP ugly hall was that last day was bitter freaking cold. <laughs> it was so cold. And, and I felt bad because we, we were fighting room temperatures the entire conference. And on the last day, I get in touch with our contact at the hotel. I'm like, hey, uh, let's get a jump on the temperature in these rooms and let's just start turning it down. Well, they turned it like all the way down. And there were there was two rooms that were divided by one of those fake walls that air an air wall you know, yeah. become like a whole room. So it was the PHP Ugly Hall and the Laravel Lounge. And clearly they had Laravel Studio. Clearly, they had no vents in Laravel Studio because you walked in and you're you're almost breathing smoke when you walked into PHP Ugly Hall, and then you walk into Laravel Studio and you know you're like people are like taking clothes off and say, "Whoa, (laughs) careful! Put those put those shirts on." Coc. (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, it was nuts. Uh, I don't I I don't know how they work like that. Like I don't know if they forgot to turn something on in the other room or something. Cause I can't imagine it's always like that, but it could be. I don't know. But yeah, you fit like 50 people in a room and dude, I just I couldn't believe how many people were there and, and going to all the talks. And like every time I walked into a room, with the exception of the ballroom, because obviously the ballroom is massive. Uh-huh. When I walked into you know Laravel uh Whatever we hell we called it in PHP Ugly Hall, Laravel Studio in PHP Ugly Hall. Man, there was like, there was almost always people standing in the back because there were just so many people in these rooms. It was crazy. I'm yeah, so happy so, to see it. it. Makes you feel good. Yeah, we so we learned a lot. We have a entire list of things to work on next time. Uh, we tried a little too late to get people to download the quote unquote app uh that sessionize provides but if people would go in there and kind of star the talks they're interested in they're not committed to going to them but if i would have seen oh 50 60 people want to see this talk but the talk oh, right. in the ballroom they only 20 or 30 were interested in that we could have made last minute changes mm-hmm. uh but not enough people starred for us to even notice that Right. Yeah, I mean, so. you really, you're really kind of flying blind when you when you accept talks, and you you kind of get an idea of if the topic is like a, a topic that fosters a lot of interest, and then you just try to put them in the right rooms. But it's it can be such a crapshoot sometimes. So that app, we we need to push that app a lot harder next year because that will dic- help dictate what talk goes into which room um that was that was good and and we tried we tried some other things this conference what do you think of the 30 minute sessions john we got great feedback on that the fact that it was the 30 minutes just before lunch where mm-hmm. you know you you've gone to the keynote and a couple of bigger talks now it's just a, a 30 minute somewhat easier talk and then go to lunch people some people seem to like my right. we'll the thing, uh, hour and a half, having an hour and a half for lunch. I don't know if that was too long, but it seemed like you got closer to that two o'clock time frame because it was like 
1230 to two was the, the lunch break. And it just seemed like, all right, maybe, maybe this is a little too long. <laughs> really? I didn't think that at all. Um, yeah, I didn't see that at all, but maybe, maybe, maybe it was. I, I don't know. I felt, I, f- I felt like it was a nice break. I think uh, John and I talked about it. Yeah, we did. We did the first day. We did long sessions, uh, the second half of the day, and uh, yeah, we might just do. We might go back to a tutorial day. We're we're gonna look at the feedback, but yeah, there are reasons. There's a lot of different reasons, and I actually got some feedback that. Yeah, uh, the more tutorials would have been nice, but you know, and I don't, I don't want to do it every day of the conference. So we we may just get back to a day of tutorials. We don't know. We're we're like I said, there's a lot of things where we're honestly taking everybody's feedback and and kind of going through it and figuring out what worked, and what didn't work. Um, and we should put that question in the exit survey. Oh, I thought you had. I don't think so. The, no, we we focus. I, I got feedback so, on it. Yeah, we focus so much on location. We should have done a little bit more lunch session lengths. The tutorials being part of the whole conference versus buying a tutorial ticket and a conference ticket. Range of session lengths was great. Length of lunch was nice for hallway track. See, that's how I feel, Sarah. I, I agree with you. It really gave people some time to kind of interact with each other. Um, I enjoyed it. So Ben called me out. It, it was funny because I was like gaslighting people at the conference, uh, but I had cut my hair while I was at the conference. It was <laughs> a- a- had the best. <laughs> We're sitting there talking, and some somebody's asking me why he cut my hair, and like hair just doesn't mean that much to me. I was growing it out because I just hadn't done it, and it gotten really long. Uh, and I don't know how to manage hair. I don't do hair. I'm typ- typically a bald guy. If I'm not bald, I have very short hair. Uh, so I just didn't know, you know, whatever. But I, I came to the conference with long hair. A lot of people saw me with long hair. And then the first night or the second night, I forget what night it was, the, the current wife and I, the current the wife and I, you want me to cut your hair? And I'm like, here? And they were like, yeah. I brought my I brought my scissors, my shears. I'm like, yeah. If you brought them, you were you were anticipating cutting my hair, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> so cut my hair. But we're sitting there talking, and A was just looks at me. and goes, yeah, I see how it is. You you grow this long hair. You come to the you come to the conference. You see my long hair, and all of a sudden you realize what you look like, and you cut it off. I, <laughs> Awoods, Awoods sat there, came into the registration room, and I do want to point this out for for a moment. I know we're running long, and I'm fine if you guys want to hang out. This is this is a good talk. We're, I'm getting a lot off my chest, but Awoods, you know, uh, several other people will just come into the registration room and just you know talk for a while. And I felt bad because depending on what was going on, I had time to interact with them or I didn't. But in general, I, I so appreciated it because it was almost the only time I had to talk to people. And I, I know there are times where I like I might not have been paying attention because I had other things going on. But like 
we were so busy. We were so ridiculously busy. Not only do we not have time to go to talks, but just talking to friends, like people we haven't seen in years, finding five, ten minutes to talk to him. Oscar was there. The guy, the guy we purchased PHP Architect was there. And barely had a moment to you know talk to him and say you know thanks and how much we appreciate it and Eli was there the guy who helped us with the the we bought all the audio video equipment from and I don't think I said three words to the guy and I hadn't I haven't seen him since 2019 there were so many people like that so I do appreciate it if, if it seemed like I didn't appreciate you being in the registration room that's not the case uh just a lot was going on it was hard for me to focus in a woods <laughs> My wife is great. Uh, I got to tell you, she's actually pretty fantastic. I, I've known this all along. But A. Woods had come into the uh, registration room a couple of days. Uh, and I think this was on the second day. And, and hung out for, for a while. And we're talking we're talking Vim and Tmux. And I still owe you those plugins, uh, A. Woods, I know. But uh, we're talking for a while. And then he takes off. And my wife turns to me and says, that must be really cool. And I'm like, what? Like, you know, talking geek stuff? Yeah, I, I get it. You know, it's pretty cool. And like, no, meeting people from Discord. And I'm like, what? What are you talking? What? Who did I meet from Discord? And she's like, that's A Woods. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I go running after him. I'm like, yeah, because his, his real name isn't A Woods. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> And I went running after him. I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize, you know, who you were. And, you know, I just you know, appreciate you being Discord and all this. It was funny. It was it was really funny. But yeah. You see, you see what he just wrote in the Discord about WorstCon? So if you don't know, WorstCon started many, many texts ago where a group of people got together and they went and got sausages. And it turned into this whole thing and they were a sausage hat and uh so he said he was talking to somebody and they asked where everyone was going and he said oh that's worst con they're leaving to go get sausages and hot dogs and then the other attendee commented back oh so a sausage party just left to have a sausage party <laughs> you should see all the people uh our, our friend jeffrey was there i saw a picture uh, and I don't remember being asked, which you know, whatever, whatever. I'm not. I'm not. I'm you not were asked. Right. We we were tearing down that day. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. If if somebody has a link to the picture you all took, uh, I would love to put that in the show notes as well. That was fun. It looked like you guys had a blast. I, I I'm real disappointed, but there's there's this one picture. I don't know when you guys took it. It must have been like the last day or something. And y'all are just, there's a big group of you. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. It actually, uh, so Ben says it actually started, uh, actually started as a road trip to eat hot dogs at this famous hot dog place in Chicago that was closing down. And they stood in line for what? And they stood in the line for 13 hours? Or something like that for hot dog. You've got to be exaggerating, right, Ben? I don't. I don't There's think no so. Not thirteen hours. You're crazy. <laughs> thirteen minutes, maybe. Maybe an hour and thirteen minutes. I don't know, but yeah, it was. A, I get it. It was a long time in line. Okay. He says he's not kidding. There's no way. I, see, this is the problem with Ben. You just can't uh, trust the guy. Can't I trust got him. the got the picture here. You got it. 
Yeah. Sure. I can. I'm going to try. Do you want to share things? Yep. It's going there. I don't know if I can easily put it into show notes per se. Yeah, I'll just I'll just put the link into show notes, but add it to. Uh, it's in Discord now. Well, add it to the show, though, you dork. I just said I can't easily do that. Yes, you can. How do you download this picture? I, I can See do this? that. I just didn't want to do it. Just add it to the add it to the uh, save image. Here we go. I got you. I got you, people. I got you. Don't worry. That's that's an easy name to remember. Here we go. I'm gonna add it to the add it to the screen for everybody to see. Oh, that's video. Wait, we want to do it over here. We're gonna do it graphics, and you gotta go to. Well, I guess you have to add it as an overlay. Actually, you're true. You're you're true. You're right. There's not like a really simple way of sharing just a image. Let's uh, see. Yeah, you're right. You're All right. right. I'm wrong. I'm I'm put do it this way though. What one does that? That's my Discord. Boom, boom. There it is. This, if I make that, can I make this big? Me on my, my wedding night. Can I make this? Big? No, Ramsey. Listen to to Harry Mack at the beginning. We are not professional. Yeah, look, look at all the people. Scott's there. Is that Tim's there? Ian's there. Beth Tim's. is there. Oh, Tim Bond. I was gonna say Tim. Tim was helping us tear down. Yeah, everybody's there. Jeffrey's there. Where are you at, Andrew? Are you here? Derek's there. Grumpy, the the fake Ben Ramsey's there. The fake Ben, <laughs> who's the fake Ben Ram- Ramsey? Oh, uh, Chris, Chris is there. Is that Let's Chris see. in the middle? No, yeah, let's say Chris. Oh man, you guys, you guys look uh, like you had a great time. Yeah, who's in the far back that got cut off? Go bad. No, how do I oh. stop sharing this now? I want to stop sharing it. I don't want to invite more people. I want to stop sharing. There we go. The, the fake Ben Ramsey is Steve Grenwell. Oh, you're going to have to give me that story at some point. <laughs> if you hang out with the attendee. <laughs> he he actually created uh, the fake Ben Ramsey on phpc.social during the event. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> i got to follow that one. Is he posting yeah. to it? i, I, I got content he but... can add. <laughs> oh, that that is Tim Bond behind you. Yep. That's a... Yeah, there were people there that like I'd been wanting to see, like I follow on Twitter. And when I saw that they were presenting at our conference, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. They're presenting at our conference. And then I, I totally, totally didn't see them, didn't talk to them, didn't say anything to them. One of them was one of them was a speaker who who forgot to get their speaker gift. And that, yeah, that was, was oh no, that wasn't Tim. Tim got his. No, it was Steve. Right? Wasn't it Steve? No, it was now. Terry. Terry, Terry, Terry. That was it. Terry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you want to have? Go. You you good? You going to wrap it up here? Yep. Uh, ben or or Sarah, send me the the handle for fake Ben Ramsey. I want to I want to add them just in case you guys start adding funny things there. We need to come up with a better way, a better discovery uh, process in Mastodon. Yeah. Mastodon uh, cross posting is dead. Right. There were a couple services out there that you could subscribe to that would cross post. If you posted Twitter, or post a Mastodon. If you post a Mastodon, post a Twitter. And Elon, 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 Elon killed that with charging for the APIs now. There are no more free tiers for the APIs and all these little projects right. that allowed you to cross post. Uh, 
Kel, thank you, thank you, Ben. Yeah, I was just about to post that. If somebody had, if somebody knows another way to cross post, I, I do. I, we subscribe to a service that would allow me to post to both at the same time, but I don't want to put my personal account on the service, and I don't know. I just don't want to think that much about it. I, yeah. So yeah, if you may so knows a way to cross post, let me know. I, I guess you can download these projects most of these projects are made available for uh, as open source and you can pay for your own uh twitter apis which i might end up doing i don't know now if but only yeah. there was a article coming out about mastodon that could help us figure out how to discover people right. easier how to discover how to do DMs because DMs and Mastodon reminds me of the early days of Twitter where it's kind of like it's a dicey thing to DM somebody. Yeah, like, sure you're doing it right. Or not? Yeah. Yeah. You you're the one that taught me how to tell if it was DM or not. Yeah. Yeah, it's not simple. I mean, yeah, you have to somebody has to explain it to you. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's challenging. So, yeah, we need to figure out somebody who can write an article that like you know, does all that. Somebody, anybody, you know, don't give me this. I'm a release manager. Fucking crap. <laughs> Write the damn article. <laughs> um, so to find people, do you have to go, since we are now on phparch.social, if I want to find somebody, I know they're on PHPC, do I need to go there to search? No, you can search in. You can search in ours. You just have to, if you know what ser- what server they're on, add it. It makes it you find it quicker. But we have a, we're, we're connected with phpc dot dot social. So I think if you type in anything, like even the name, it searches ours, which only has the PHP architect people in it, and then it searches phpc as well. Uh, that's something I, I think that's something we set up. I don't remember, but. Because I feel like I've done that before. Yeah, that works. I could have sworn I had tried that before, and it just I wasn't finding the people I was looking for. Yeah, I mean, if I, like I said, discoverability for me is just challenging in general. I've had that experience too, where it you know it doesn't work, and then it does seem to work. I think I'm having that experience right now. Here you go. You got fake Ben, ben Ramsey right there, and I haven't had it happen in a while. But when we first started using Mastodon, and again, if somebody had an article that could explain this, it'd be great. It'd be great. But uh, certain people, I would find them. And when I tried to follow them, it would say something like, oh, you have to go to their server and follow them there. And then it worked. I, I don't I don't get it. I, it's, this is why this is why like the laymen aren't flocking to Mastodon because there's still these like technical geeky quirky things um which we need to figure out but i'm i'm definitely i definitely spend more time i think in mastodon than i do twitter but like when i go to post i feel like i always go to twitter to post i don't know why that is i just do and then i think to post the same thing to mastodon later if Hmm. if i even think about it i haven't done anything on twitter in forever i did i did learn of a new Mastodon app that may have been Ramsey that turned me on to Ivory, which is way better than the one I was using before. Is this a mobile app or for the phone? Yeah, for your Ivory. Phone. Is it, is it just an iPhone thing or is it? 
I bet um, I'm not. I don't think so. I think it's both. Oh man, I gotta make you go look for it. I uh, I don't mind. I don't mind the mobile app because it lets me switch between uh, accounts, which for whatever reason you, you the web app does not let you do. But I had issues. Well, the actually, will that let me? Yeah, you can add multiple accounts in here too. Um, I had issues with the other app that I don't even remember what it's called now, but it was driving me nuts. Uh, I mean, on, on the Android, there's there's a Mastodon. Uh, now there's another one, Mona, that I need to check out. See, everybody's got these things, man. Ivory. Ivory from Mastodon. Yep, I have it. I'm, right, I'm installing it. We'll see how, how good it does. Well, now there's I learned there's a Mona desktop app. Mona? Yep. Does it run on does it run on Linux? Where did you see Mona? Randy just shared it with us. Well, I don't see it. I see Ivory. Ivory's a great one because it's a desktop. But I've been using Mona. Oh, because they have both desktop and mobile. Yeah, I do like that consistent uh experience across platforms. Yeah, I'll uh, check that one out later. Yeah. All right, we have been running very it. long. Probably not doing it right now. You, you're doing it right now. I'm not doing it. What? Doing what? Okay. What am All I right. Doing? Yeah, I think we are. See this. This is this was a this was a good day for Tom to take a break because he would have just been rolling his eyes the entire time. That uh, we're just keep talking about tech. That was a lot of tech talk. Do we have all the tech talk out of our system, or do you think there'll be more tomorrow? Tomorrow. All right, next week. NorCal guy. I just saw my NorCal kid. Did I see NorCal? Or was it SoCal? Yes. NorCal. NorCal kid is in Discord. Like a long time ago. Oh, no. Ten minutes ago. How do you see that? What? How do you see that? I scrolled up. Hmm. All right. That's it. That's it. It'd be We're easier done. if all this restream crap wasn't in there. Oh, I got to <laughs> figure that one out. Driving me freaking bonkers. All right. Again, not a lot of show notes. Uh, John actually had some things that I, I was hoping we'd get to, but we didn't. I don't know if they will if they will survive age for another week or not. Uh, the the GitHub one is real quick. Let's I've been I've been fighting. Uh, I I use multiple profiles in Chrome, and in one of my profiles, especially in GitHub specifically, when I went to highlight text, it just wouldn't highlight. It worked like what if I, if I highlighted, copied, I could paste somewhere else. So it was doing it behind the scenes, but the highlighting itself wasn't working. And I've probably multiple times over the past couple of months went to research why and nothing ever worked. And finally, I'm pretty sure this was the the answer. And it's a setting. I don't know if I just turned it on at some point. Um, but yeah, it was this enable experimental web platform feature. I toggled oh, that I, off. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Toggle that off and it worked fine. So it's just one of those. If you're having this issue, it drove me nuts. Here's how you fix it. The real way to fix it. The, I don't know how many other websites that I found that said, Hey, if you're having this issue, turn off, uh, uh, experimental graphics, web graphics acceleration or something. And none of that ever worked. <laughs> I got so 
annoyed that I thought it was the second Chrome profile that uh-huh. I completely deleted the profile and recreated it and still had the issue. And so it was only happening on one it. of the profiles? I'm pretty sure it was. So probably because I was the only one that had that feature enabled, huh? That or I haven't I don't use GitHub the same way in the first profile as I do the second profile. Gotcha. Yeah, that and was that, like that's uh, where I noticed it mostly. The, I think the day before I left for Chicago, uh Oscar pinged John and I and said, Hey, your your PHP tech.tv site's broken. I'm like, what? What's he talking about? And we pop on, and I'm like, it looks fine to me. And I pull it up and fire. Uh, did I pull up Firefox? Yeah, it was uh, must Firefox not have. Or... Yeah, Firefox was the one having the issue, right? Yeah, yeah. So we pull it up in Firefox, and sure enough, I guess Firefox doesn't like having SVGs as an image. It worked fine when the F- SVG was code, but if you have the actual image on the page, it just it puked it out, hmm. and it was like, ah, oh, great. But it was a quick fix, easy fix. So, yeah. I do have uh, bad things about phptech.tv that, so we know there's issues and we're going to work on it. Uh, had another friend say, Hey, did you know this? Oh, and also this. Oh, and sorry. And also this. I'm like, There's nothing on there right now. We're going to work on it. <laughs> we got to get all the videos up and then we'll fix all these things. Yeah. I, 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 I killed all the routes and everything so you can only get to the home you should only be able to get to the home page gotcha i didn't know that but yeah. this was a this was yesterday and at that point i think you could still get to things yeah right. did you kill the routes because we're because of the 500 error uh no i just killed the routes because there was nothing on this page i didn't want people clicking around for no reason gotcha so i just i just killed them i mean i didn't see the point of having the rooms open um, all right. Now uh, we've said it a couple times now. That that other that other ticket, not nothing we can talk about quickly. Oh, the Linus Tech Tips. Yeah, if you want to, we can. I mean, Linus is stepping down. Uh, is he really stepping down? I thought this was going to be one of these. Hey, I'm not doing this anymore. Than he he actually is. So he's stepping down as CEO of the company. He's still going to do everything else that he's always done, but. He's running a very large company and supposedly turned down an offer to buy him out at a hundred million dollars. You shut up. It was really, I I forget. It was some large amount of cash and a larger, and then the remaining stock. Yeah. News for you. Somebody offers a hundred million dollars for PHP architect. Peace out brother. Yeah. For real. No, but he also realizes he's not a CEO, and I often felt the same way. Like, yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. It's if if we were a large company, there are people that are probably more well suited to run a company. Um, so that's all he's doing. He he decided to step down. That, that's hurtful. You didn't say I would be better at it, but that's, we we need to address that at some point. Uh, on the show, I don't think we've ever talked about how or why you're CEO, and I am not. And uh, I mean, we don't have to address everything, but you know, address some of the like broad stroke things of how it started. Because yeah. yeah. I get a lot of, I actually had that asked of me a couple times at Tech, and I'm just like, yeah, it's just 
Yeah, he won the coin flip, you know. That's, what I <laughs> say. that's not far off. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. This yeah. was a good one. I don't care about this. I don't care about this guy. Uh, yeah, that that was a good a uh, good show. Uh, thank you, Discord, for for carrying the show for us. <laughs> we appreciate it. What's happening? Why are we laughing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Ramsey. Yeah, that's just another election I I, I lost. I I appreciate that. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. How are you highlighting that? Uh, you oh you, over in chat got it yeah you just hit show and it shows yeah I like those I like them because it like shows their icon and everything yeah that's pretty good on. all right but yeah this has been a fun one I hope everybody enjoyed it it's not our typical show a lot um, of rambling about too, tech but too fun. far it's not too far from our typical show to be honest <laughs> but we do try to talk a little more coding this so if this is your first time listening um yeah. Uh, you know, welcome. You, you get to hear the the big Harry Mack song. So the audio podcast doesn't get Harry Mack at the beginning. Uh, if you're watching us for the first time, you got to see Harry Mack at the beginning. Then we play Harry Mack at the end. But the audio listeners, you only get to get the Harry Mack goodie at the end of the podcast. So let's get to it. So and you can't can fast forward because if you fast forward, then it disappears and it's not in there. Yeah, it auto erases. It's it's the craziest thing. We're we're just (laughs) hackers. Okay, episode 336 is in the book. I'm Eric. I'm John. And John still didn't... uh, I I got it right here. Keep it ugly. You got to say keep it ugly. Keep it ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me. Shouts out to PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless it with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo, the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they gettin' together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying it's lovely, let's go, yeah, come on.